an eye on the street below. Alfred says I have trouble with intimacy, but people often die when they get close to me. I'm kicking and punching. Hello and welcome back to the DC Threekly Podcast, where every week we are going to be tackling Batman and Robin Eternal. Um, keep in mind there will be spoilers, so if you haven't read the issue yet, turn the podcast off now, read the issue and come back. Uh, my name is Vince. I'm Brian. And I'm Zach. Alright, so we're going to start with a little... Uh, this is issue number two, we should probably say too. Oh. Issue number two of the podcast. End of end of the comic. <laughs> yes, end of the comic. So the, those will stay the same, or they should. <laughs> they should, I unless we, we miss a week. Yeah, we do something weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So a recap of issue number two. So it it kind of picks up where we left off last week. Uh, we're in Harper's apartment, and uh, the the assassin, the orphan, is uh is kind of beating her up, and um. Cassandra Kane, who was reintroduced to the New 52 the week prior, enters in to save Harper. Eventually, Dick comes along, joins the fray. Uh, Stephanie Brown shows up. Uh, basically, everybody is piling into Har- Harper's apartment all at once, um, pretty conveniently. Um, the assassin gets away. Cass Kane follows. Um, we have a flashback where you see Dick as Robin, uh, what is it, five years earlier? It's in several years, which I, I appreciate for its vagueness. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're on the hunt for the Scarecrow, um, apparently, which w- one thing I found interesting was that they make mention that Dr. Crane had been recommended to them to help them solve a crime. So like, they don't do they not know he's the sta- scarecrow at this point? I, I think they say like you were recommended, and then you went and did this. Yeah, right. So this is this is ostensibly their first time facing off against the scarecrow, right? You were recommended to help us find the per- the perpetrator of the gas tax because you're the best there is. You could have been something great, but you threw it all away to play masquerade. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So um. Eventually, Robin succumbs to his his fear gas. He starts seeing Batman's uh, rogues gallery sort of uh, taunting him, I suppose, uh, making him feel real bad about being <laughs> Batman's partner. And, uh, and that's where we leave that flashback. We go back to Harper's apartment where Tim Drake shows up. And uh, so they're all there at her apartment. They realize the only one who's not there is Jason. They give Jason a call, letting Jason know that an assassin is after him. He's got Cass at gunpoint on the final page, and he assumes she's the assassin, but of course that's not who they're really talking about. Um, and that's where we end. Is that is that everything? I believe so, yes. Pretty much. Pretty thorough there, Vince. It's good. Thanks. Okay. So uh, there are a couple points I wanted to talk about. Um, First of all, 
it, I found it interesting. Um, a couple of the things that the assassin says, uh, the orphan, I suppose. Uh, he mentions something about Harper's family abandoning her, like family always does. Mm-hmm. That leads me to believe that there's more to the orphan, as far as a connection to a potential connection to Batman is concerned. Um, because when I when I think of Batman and Robin, I think of the Bat family, and I think the reference to family is not a coincidence. Do you guys think I'm on the right track there? I could see that being the case. I um, I actually have a, a, a sort of a crackpot theory about this, but I'm going to get to it later. Um, okay. But but the idea of family is is interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Zach, did that did that occur to you, or what? What do you think about the the potential identity of the assassin? You know, it didn't really. I didn't. I kind of didn't give it a lot of thought. I kind of just like brushed it off as you know, like generic villain banter at first. Um, but yeah, um, I think what's fun about a series know. like this at this point is that literally anything we could say could be true or false. Yeah, like you know, there's there is so much possibility still out there that we don't really know enough to discount any theories yet or mm-hmm. to give credence to any theories. So we 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 kind of have free reign here to 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 theorize as as wildly as possible, which is pretty fun. So I don't really think he I don't really know how he could be like related to Bruce in any way. I don't think they would go that route again, especially like with Lincoln March being like still pretty fresh and there's you you kind of like He's like obviously like too old to be like Bruce's son. I think he almost like he kind of looks like Bruce a little bit, like the part of his face that you yeah, see. Yeah, there's definitely I, a, a resemblance there. I almost wonder if he's like a clone or something. Like I know that Snyder has like danced around the idea of clones, like Bruce and clones, like you know, and like the. Uh, the detective comics issue and the yeah. the future's end issue. I well, wonder if that has something to do with this. Let me just hop right into my crackpot theory things. We're, <laughs> we're kind of dancing around it here. If you guys recall the end of Grant Morrison's Batman and Robin, uh, I'm sorry, Batman Incorporated run. Oh yeah, ends with all those clones of Damien. That's right. In in those like incubation tubes, and if you recall, Damien's Damien is not really like eight or nine years old. He's much younger, but he, his incubation led him to be older than he appears to be. Or that that was age. my theory too, Brad. Oh, sorry. Son of a bitch. I'm no, sorry. That's right. That's great. Uh, but you know, so, so maybe, maybe mother is Talia. Who's not really dead. Yeah. His greatest sin would be sleeping with, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where I guess everybody knows who Damien's mom is. So that's a little bit weird that he'd be like, "This is a huge secret." Like, no, we know. Like, we're we're well aware. Um, but it would also explain why, if the or if if mother is just a code name for one of the Damien clones, it would make sense a why Damien's not on the list, and b why it would want to eliminate all sidekicks because Damien is the only true heir to that title. 
what, it's almost too obvious. Yeah, like mother, like when I when they first said mother last issue, like my first thought was instantly Talia because that's like, like she's the mother of Batman's child. Right, so right, I do. Uh, yeah, I almost kind of feel like that would be too obvious, but you know, I don't know. Um, but maybe too obvious is a good idea, considering how Batman Eternal kind of went. That's true. You know, I mean, I have no problem with with Batman Eternal. That that was that was a really enjoyable experience. But yeah, I mean, we were guessing every week, and <laughs> and then it didn't, didn't it kind of feel like they just went the one way nobody thought of at the end, or not nobody, but like you know, yeah, a way a way that you couldn't have possibly guessed reasonably. Yeah. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's fair. I also think that like one of the reasons this didn't jump out at me until I really was struggling to find something to talk about with this issue is because I feel like we have hermetically sealed Grant Morrison's Bat Run away from everything else that's going on right now in Bat Books. Yeah, and so it doesn't. Then it's the natural connection isn't there. It would be great if they kind of used this to kind of like bring that all back in together. Um, Especially just because, like, Morrison's run did deal so much with, like, the the Batman and Robin, you know, that, the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I would like that a lot. But... I don't know, and like I don't know. There is just like a lot of stuff. Like when they first mentioned the orphan, before we saw him, like I instantly thought of, you know, the the Damien clone that ran throughout um, Batman Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, that, that that's kind of my that's my big theory for the issue. Um, aside from that. Uh, the art this issue was handled by uh, Paul Pelletier, and I thought he did a nice job with it. You know, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of his uh, either Dick Grayson or his um, Matron from uh, from uh, Grayson. You know, um, what's her name? Helena. Isn't it? Helena. Helena. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of those, but I think overall he did a pretty good job with it. I think that this is. It's interesting, you know, Batman Eternal had, I think it was three issues of Jason Fabok before he left the book, whereas Tony Daniel just did the one issue. I'm not complaining about that necessarily. Uh, I I like the rotating artist thing, but I'm surprised how fast it happened. Yeah, well, if if I'm not mistaken, every writer is paired with an artist. So if it was Tim Seeley's turn to to be writer, Mm -hmm. then... It makes sense, I suppose. Um, but even that, it happened quickly then. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's interesting. This is one of those issues where when I was reading it, it didn't feel like nothing was happening. But looking back on it now, there really isn't all that much to discuss. I thought that the fear toxin thing, the, the flashback was, was pretty well handled, actually. Although... yeah. I'm glad they didn't say five years ago because 
if this is Dick Grayson five years ago, <laughs> then he's acting like a, like a twelve year old here, <laughs> you know. And he's supposed to be, I, I believe, at least at least in his early twenties, right? If not mid twenties, sure, yeah, he's, has to he's be. legal, whatever it is, right? Because the last issue, he and Jason wanted to get a drink together, or Jason at least wanted, be, wanted, wanted to get a yeah. Drink, so. so he and Jason are both legal, yeah, likely. Yeah, and Tim he's said he was sixteen. Last issue. Um, mm. Yeah, this whole time frame thing is still annoying. You know, the, having five Robins in however much time, or whatever the case may be. But, I don't even think about it. Just yeah, you have to just you have to just move past it, not think about it too yeah. much. Um, is there uh, is there any bit here that you guys want to go more in depth with? Well, I want to bring up another quote from the issue. Okay. Which was when the orphan says to to Cassandra, you never outgrew the softness of your baby flesh. You guys remember that? Yes. Yeah. Does that imply that the orphan has some connection to Cass from when they were much younger? I would presume so. Yeah, it seems like maybe Cass has, like, been with him and, like, whoever mother is, like, it seems like a very kind of League of Assassins type, you know, organization that where they've just been, like, cloistered somewhere, you know, practicing their, their martial arts or something, yeah. you know, like, just being superhumans. And so at this point, if it's not something to do with Talia, it's it's almost like <laughs> it, it's almost like they'd be creating a, a completely separate cast of characters that serves the exact same purpose. Yeah, yeah, that is less. what it seems like right now. <laughs> I mean, again, I think we were all convinced a couple weeks into Batman Eternal that it was going to be like a Calabrese thing. Where it was yeah. going to be, you know, the the Gotham crime families, and then it turned out to be nothing of the sort. <laughs> so who knows what the, what the real uh, part in the the storyline reference Endgame is here, beyond you know what we get from these first few issues. And I do think that there has to be some sort of tie-in with the Scarecrow. Yeah, at those, some point, those will intersect somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to say before we get to our sort of one quick thought? I don't think so. Zach, why don't you go first? Okay. Um, well, it was a pretty light issue, and we already talked a lot about the the bigger points. Um, so the only thing that is remaining that really stuck out to me was... This issue really called to my attention just how absurd Jason's costume looks these days. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like Batman's it's like he's wearing a cut off like a sleeveless hoodie over armor. a bat suit. Yeah. Yeah, bat armor. And that, I mean that, I that, that's not what it looks like. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Like literally, if you look at this last page, you can see the zipper on the front and like the two strings that come off his hoodie. And like it hasn't looked like that. This is 
This is a pretty recent thing, right? It didn't look this like is this as of Red Hood and Arsenal. Their okay. Team up book. Okay. Yeah. It just like <laughs> I got to that last page and I was like, man, that looks so bad. Because like just the color scheme, it clashes. <laughs> it's just it's just unappealing. I don't like it. It's going to be in you know, in 5 years time, it's going to be on like the most regrettable costumes of yeah. the 2010s. Yeah. Lists for sure. And if it's not, we'll put it on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's absolutely terrible. <laughs> uh, Vince, you want me to go or do you want to go? Well, I can go. I, I was going to say, so my point was going to be that I'm I'm fairly certain that the orphan has to be like one of those Damien clones or something to do with Damien because it's like way too unlikely that we're going to be avoiding Damien through this whole thing. But uh, but since we already talked about that, I'm just gonna mention the uh, the <laughs> the kiss me sexy Batman line mm-hmm. and how when I read that I thought of stupid sexy Flanders from <laughs> The Simpsons <laughs> and then I pictured Dick Grayson like feels like I'm wearing st- nothing at all. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> So that's my contribution this week. <laughs> um, my point was just that I, one of the things I liked about this issue was how much like a Tim Seeley comic it felt like. Um, and I hope that means that the writers are going to have a little bit more of their own flair in each sto- in each issue. Because Batman Eternal, I think unless you were really... Unless you had a chart in your head of like, all right, well, Ray Fox is doing the more supernatural stuff, and you know, like unless you had that in your head, I don't, I don't think it was too easy to figure out who was writing which issue. Everything kind of blended together, and I feel like between having a poster for a band called Mucus Membrane in their <laughs> apartment and uh, you know the, the sexy Batman thing, it just it felt very much like a Tim Seal. It, it felt like an extension of, of Grayson to a certain degree. And um, I hope that, you know, because they've gotten a really interesting cast of writers. I hope Genevieve Valentine's issues feel like Catwoman. I hope Steve Orlando's issues feel like Midnighter. You know, I'm not saying completely change the tone, but I do like the, that the writer seems to have brought more of himself to this issue. And I'm excited for that. Mucus Membrane, that's, that's Constantine's band, right? I believe so, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I liked all the, all these silly isms in the book. And the more yeah. I look at this, uh, orphan, the more I think it is Damien, a Damien clone. Yeah. So. Apparently, uh, the orphan only has two toes. I don't know if you saw when he kicked in that <laughs> one panel, there's like, he looks like a Ninja Turtle. Did Rob Liefeld draw the think, page? No, that's um, just what, that's what Ninja, uh, what are they called? The shoes. <laughs> shoe, the, well, they have a special. They have a name, the, the Ninja Shoes. Uh, I think it's like, gosh, it's gonna bother me. It's like Tabby or something like that. I know this from playing lots of video games. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I'm just gonna stick with the theory that uh, Eastman and Laird uh, sold the Ninja Turtles to DC, kind of like McFarland sold Angela to Marvel or whatever happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be fair, they are doing that uh, Batman Ninja Turtles crossover. It's true, I, and I actually heard that that was going to cross over with this. No, that's not true. <laughs> but they go. are, yep. but they are Ninja Tabby. I assume I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right. Anything else, gentlemen? No. I look forward to discussing number three in a week. Yes. Do we know who the team on that one is yet? Or uh, If you give me a second, I can figure it out. I kind of like to be surprised. Then I'm okay. not going to figure don't, it out. Don't tell I'm them. Gonna, I'm going to look it up and not tell you guys. <laughs> okay. That works. Uh, I want to say, if I recall correctly, Steve Orlando is on number four or five, but I can't remember. Anyway. But- yeah. Yeah. This will be fun. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening to another uh, DC Threekly Batman Eternal, Batman and Robin Eternal podcast. Um, if you would like to see what the three of us are doing in social media, you can find me at VJ underscore O S T R O W S K I. What are the Packers right now? 4 0? 5 0. 5 0. 5 0, baby. So, yeah. Um, you can follow me at Brian Needs a Nap. Uh, the Mets, by the time you hear this, the Mets will either be in the National League Championship Series or their season will be over. So next week I might be drunk with joy or drunk with sadness. And I'm SirFox89, and I don't tweet about sports, so... So he's your best follower. Yes, I don't, he's definitely I don't, your best follower. I don't know what I will bring to the table. Probably um, a retweet for an amoeba. No, no, guys, I'm over that. No, listen, I, I don't want to bring drag this out, but um, I walked into a Best Buy the other day, and apparently there's been just a big restock recently, and like just a wall of just the rarest amiibos, just tons and tons of them, and I saw it, and I just walked away. <sighs> it's over. It's over. I can't think of a more appropriate way to say goodnight than that. <laughs> Good night, everybody.